A few years ago, we grew and sold a business that forever changed our lives. At first, we really struggled trying to figure out which tools to use to help run and organize our community. But that all changed once we discovered Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part, Kajabi doesn't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So you keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash M-U. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash M-U. Go to kajabi.com slash M-U and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. More and more entrepreneurs and investors are discovering the awesome franchise opportunities that exist across a variety of industries. Franchising can simply be the better path and interest in franchising is at an all time high. Lucky for you, John Austinson, founder of Fran Bridge Consulting and a past Millionaire University guest is here to help you explore the premier franchise opportunities today. John and his Frambridge Consulting team are part of the largest franchise brokerage in the U.S. and have vetted the market thoroughly. Frambridge is hands down the premier source for the best opportunities in the franchise world, including both active and passive opportunities. From tiny homes to youth soccer to industrial hoses to pets, senior care to mental health, and more. John has served as an Inc. 500 franchisor and is a multi-brand franchisee himself. And he does more placements than anyone else in the country. Sign up for a free consultation call with John today or get a free copy of his book, Non-Food Franchising, at FranBridgeConsulting.com. That's FranBridgeConsulting.com. Available in the U.S. and Canada. I had a few videos go viral early this year, and that led to 12,000 people taking the quiz, 10,000 actually giving their email address, which was insane in a matter of like two weeks. Welcome to the Millionaire University podcast, where today we are talking to my good friend and fellow entrepreneur, Kirsten Tyrell, about how she recently, from a TikTok without spending a single dime in paid ads, gained over 10,000 email subscribers from one piece of content. Not only is she an amazing businesswoman and a mother who's homeschooling three kids, she's one of my favorite people to talk to. She loves business, she loves learning, and she has all kinds of gold nuggets to share with us about how to grow your business through quizzes. Now, before we get started, you might be wondering, why quizzes? Well, according to Real.com, quizzes are more than 20 times or 2,000% better than pop-up email collection forms. That's crazy. And they get 400% more engagement time on your site than other email opt-in sites. And that right there is very interesting to me. And if you want a more in-depth breakdown of all the things we talk about in today's podcast, go to millionaireuniversity.com slash blog and check out our latest blog post where we share more of the tips and resources that Kirsten used to grow her business through quiz marketing. So let's get to it. 
when I met you and Justin, I had lived life up to that point. I'd always been entrepreneurial. I hadn't really realized I was an entrepreneur. I think I've told you before, like I thought entrepreneurs are just people who couldn't hold down jobs. Creative, <laughs> I mean, crazy it's slightly people. true. I just really grew up in kind of this bubble of reality. And I'm still coming out of that bubble. But when I met you guys, my husband was working in nonprofit. We were just kind of on that trajectory of like, it'll probably be like 10 years before making, you know, maybe multiple six figures and it'll we'll just do the thing and be on the journey. And living in Southern California, there's a lot of affluence. We were in the same congregation with you guys and you hired me to take your podcast photos for your first podcast together. I had been Googling corporate couple headshots (laughs) and you guys are like jumping up and down and you're wearing jeans. And I'm like, who are these people? Like I knew of you, but we didn't know each other well. This is weird. I had never listened to a podcast. Remember back in the day, you'd have to like pay 99 cents per song to download. And I thought podcasts were the same way. So I had no idea. And obviously I was invested because I took the photo and I wanted to see my work in action. And I started binging your guys's podcast. And my whole world opened up. That was like a huge just opening of that bubble. And it changed our lives forever because Ben and I had both been looking at Ben's my husband. And we'd both been exploring, how are people doing this? The internet was still relatively new in terms of how to make money online. So the first thing we researched was how to sell stuff. And we started selling things on Amazon. And at the same time we started that, I remember going out for frozen yogurt and you telling me, okay, you need an email list. And I was like, what's an email list? Why is that my first priority? I thought it would be so much more glamorous. (laughs) And now, ironically, like that's the thing I specialize in. And I come back to that a lot. That just set things in motion and we never really looked back. And it's been a roller coaster. There's over 110 books in my Audible. I couldn't get enough information. And I also put it into action and learned a lot. My goal was to make a million dollars in a year. And I didn't do it in a year, but I did it in under three which was crazy. Now looking back, thinking I had zero, zero experience. I was completely starting from scratch. I knew how to work hard. I was taught that growing up. I have a dad and mom both who just work really, really hard in the things that they do. So it was just the learning curve and it was ignorance is bliss in many ways because I didn't know what I didn't know. So I just forged ahead and I was like, it's probably going to be really easy to make like Justin Tara have done it. No problem. Yeah. They have three (laughs) kids. So that kind of brings me full circle. Those parallels of saying, wait a minute, they have three kids. We have the same faith. There's so many similarities. If they can do it, then that really kind of means I could do it. I've made most of my money from online sales in one form or another, and I love it. I love the potential that women have to build side hustles that they can eventually scale if they want to have big businesses. But for so many women, it's like me, right? They just want something they can use creativity for. They can challenge themselves and have bigger goals because raising kids is such a long game and you need quick wins to keep you sane. (laughs) I love that. I started a podcast because you guys opened me up to that world and that has actually opened more doors than anything that I've ever done. That was almost eight years ago that I began and you've been a guest on my show now four times and I love it. I love communication. I love interaction. Marketing is so fun to me. It combines my love of human psychology and just understanding things and also just strategy and numbers and it's such a fun game. Well, speaking of the game, let's talk about some of the things that you're doing, how you're using surveys to capture emails. Well, ironically, when you first started your podcast, your Aim and a Millionaire one, you guys had a quiz on there, but it wasn't as intensive as the ones that I build now. It was kind of like, do you have what it takes to be a millionaire? And it was pretty much yes for everyone, I think, because (laughs) everybody really can. (laughs) So I actually started using quiz funnel marketing, which is a really fancy term for interactive quizzes, similar to what you'd see on BuzzFeed, but with a lot more strategy. And it was just the solution to having the same conversations over and over and over again. And I had an assistant at the time who actually built it out on ManyChat. It's still like a very powerful tool online. 
And she had this like complex web to where if they asked this question, it would take them to the next one. And it was just so amazing because it would help them find the right colors that would match them for makeup. It completely obliterated the time commitment to having to like go back and forth in email. There was even a place for them to upload a photo and then I could like make sure that the results were correct. I started to see the most incredible thing with the power of self-selection because instead of me hovering or telling them what they should buy, I presented some options, but then it kind of set them in motion to go build their own carts. And I remember having a customer order who I'd never spoken to. I was using a lot of passive marketing with Pinterest. I wasn't running ads or anything. It was all just organic. And this customer who I'd never met spent like $750. There was one order for $600 and then $150. I'm like, I don't even sell that when I'm trying really hard. This thing is selling better than I can sell. And I just couldn't ever go back because it was able to open up doors for me to do more different things in my business. So the sales were just always happening whether I was selling or not. It just kind of evolved from there. And then I started having people want me to do it for them. And I was like, oh, that's kind of scary. I don't know. Like, can I get the same results for other people? And here we are now. And it's one of my favorite things to do. And there's so many tools that help me do it really effectively. And it's just fun. It's fun for customers. It's fun for my clients who want to have something unique in a fun way to have people opt into their business. And you need leads. Like, you don't have a business if you don't have a constant, steady influx of leads. And why not have it be fun for everybody? We all know the game. We can smell a funnel a mile away. So at least we can make it a little bit more intentional, have it more interactive and have it more engaging so that we're all enjoying the process. (laughs) Because sales is fun. I love sales. I love that. When you talk about kind of the self-directed process, I'm like, oh, this is smart because I like that myself. It's like when you walk into the mall or you go somewhere where the people are like, how are you doing? What do you want? You know, they knock on your door when you're literally in the dressing room and they're like, how's it fit? What? You're like, get out of here. <laughs> Just, I want to buy something, but I don't want you hovering. Leave me alone. Walk us through that. If I was a client coming to you, how would you break that down? And then let's say I'm a mom at home who's going like, you know, I think I could do this. The different scenarios of client approach and then also how do I do this for other approach? It's a reverse engineered process. It's what's the objective. And so we start with actually all the way at the end. What are they selling? What's the product at the end? And how can we solve a smaller problem that gets them ready for that purchase? So it's obviously going to look different whether you have a product-driven business. And I have a quiz that your audience can take if they want to see this in action. They can actually take my quiz. And that separates you into a bucket that tells me where you're at in business and which one would be the best for you and which would actually help you have the most success using a quiz in your business. But overall, it's, okay, where are we taking people? And then what's the next step in the middle of that? And then what do we need to do at the very beginning? And then it's really just looking at their ideal customer. It's looking at their pain points. We do a lot of psychological deep dive into understanding what is something that's going to totally capture their attention, what's going to make it really intriguing for them to even want to start the quiz, and how do we make it intentional for both? Like I mentioned before, it's kind of like a BuzzFeed quiz where it's just like, what Disney princess am I? But it's not because that really serves no purpose than to keep you on that website so they can get Google ad revenue. This is really to help you as a business owner figure out as much information as you can about that person so you're delivering them the right content at the right time. And we can get into the whole retargeting strategy because that's like actually my favorite part of it. I reverse engineer, where are we taking this customer and how can we get them right here to the point where this quiz is going to be super beneficial for them and we can give them a lot of value to where they're going to start to like, know, and trust you. How can we infuse your brand, your voice, some connection so there's a little bit more than just answer these questions. I like to have that dynamic characterization in there, you know, even using really creative copy that matches their voice so that really even by the time they're done with the quiz, they're already a lot closer to becoming a customer than when they stumbled across it. 
So it can take completely cold leads, super warm, or it can take warm leads all the way ready to purchase, just depending on what your goal is and where that's going to fit into your business. I actually am a really huge advocate of as much passive marketing as you possibly can do because I'm busy. Obviously, you mentioned I'm a homeschool mom. I'm really good at content and I love content, but I only have so much capacity. So between working with my clients and actually selling and fulfilling when I have clientele, and I obviously have some passive digital products too, I don't have a ton of time to do a lot of social media content. So I've been using Pinterest for years. I hired somebody to do it for me and I've totally learned it now and I'm going to be bringing people on to manage that for me again because it's such an untapped place where you're meeting people with exactly what they're looking for. And so if you're getting a lot of good stuff, it lives longer than just a social media post. So I actually believe in that more so than just all social media. It's more of a search engine and then driving traffic to that quiz. But I do use social media too. I mean, I use TikTok. I've explored it because it's got such viral potential. I had a few videos go viral this early this year when I was actually really intentionally using it. And that led to 10,000, actually like 12,000 people taking the quiz, 10,000 actually giving their email address, which was insane in a matter of like two weeks. It starts a lot with the visibility of making sure that you're talking about in whatever platform that is, driving traffic to the quiz. So content awareness is really important than just throwing it out there, but you can do it in such a myriad of ways. And then that just fulfills the whole process. Okay. So let's say I'm a a mom or anyone. They don't have the money to put into paid ads. They want to do something a little more organic, like social media. They're putting the message out there. Hey, I've got something special. And then they click on that content or they check it out. And then that takes them to your website where the survey is. Is that how that works? Or the quiz is actually on the content piece? No, the quiz would be on your website. You know, we obviously want to get a lot of SEO, a lot of traffic to your website. So I always host it. I embed it. I use a platform to build the quiz. And then I just embed that on my own website. Whether it's organic or paid traffic, I'm sending all that traffic to my website so that I can retarget. So I can basically tell if I ever want to run ads or just gather that data. I can provide content to people who've already come to my site. I know they're warm. That's the basic process of what happens. They come to my content in some format or another. It creates intrigue. It creates curiosity about the quiz itself. The one that was really viral was actually what side hustle is perfect for you. Like I called it the side hustle quiz. So right there, my content, when I'm talking about the fact that I have a side hustle that can generate more than somebody who works at Target, or I talk about my first million dollars that I made, that's going to create a ton of curiosity when that video goes viral or somebody comes to Pinterest and they search, how can I make money from home as a stay-at-home mom? And then they have this quiz and they take it and it's going to give them a pretty comprehensive rundown. It's not just this silly like, oh, well, you should do... Uber Eats. It was like a whole extensive profile of the ideal side hustles that they could do within my realm, right? I'm not going to be the expert of everything, but I'm going to say, based on the way you answer these questions, you would really thrive with freelancing, or you would really thrive with selling digital products in the background, or you would really be a great course creator or a coach. And so I based those on my specialty, and that just gave me so much insight about people who are interested in this kind of content, where are they at in terms of levels of work experience, but it's just so powerful because of people's curiosity. We always want to know more about ourselves. So it's a really fun, low-pressure way to jump into somebody's world when there's something in it for you besides just a piece. That's such a good point. We are so fascinated by ourselves. We love the quizzes. You're this, you're like this. We're so fascinated with our own identities and, and the potential to make money. 
Okay, so you have these content pieces, you drive these people to your website, they fill out the quiz, you get all this good information, and then you have a software that kind of funnels them into these different categories that you then retarget and advertise to or email or reach out to and say, I noticed you're interested in this, and then you can sell your product at that point. Yeah, like I said, the quiz, if you take that one, it will give you a really direct path how it can benefit your business. I had a client who they had a dropshipping store for women in like their 40s and they were struggling to get leads. And so we created a quiz to help them find their perfect mom style, you know, and really targeted to the pain point of like, you've been dressing your kids, but you've forgotten about yourself and now it's your turn. And so it was to help them kind of rediscover their perfect style. And then people take the quiz and they don't just get a profile telling them what they would would likely feel most comfortable in, it's a curated set of pieces that they would be most likely to enjoy purchasing. So then when they're running ads or they're creating more content, they can specifically say, hey, mom on the go, this would be a really great pair of shoes for you, or this is a really great hat. You know, the same applies in slightly different ways if you're selling digital things or you're selling coaching. Real estate agents right now, huge need and desire to get more leads. It's such a huge need for their business, all businesses, right? But I found that's right now an audience that's really in dire need because it's harder to sell houses than it was a couple of years ago. And it's just a unique way to stand out and not just drive ads to like get my listings. Okay, so let's talk numbers a little bit. Someone reaches out to you, they buy your product. What kind of numbers are they able to get? And I know that varies depending on how good their copy is and what their product is and how advanced they are in their business. I'm sure you could take different people to different places. What is the, I pay this, but then I get this analysis? Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone plus Shopify award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MU, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MU to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MU. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just to give kind of numbers, even with ads, it's a really cheap ad cost. I had a client once who I did, we finished her whole quiz funnel and she was like, I'm getting 25 cents per lead. Is that good? And I was like, yeah, that's really good. That's insane. It's such a low pressure thing and you're not selling a product directly. And with that being said, obviously the qualifier, they're not always going to be the highest quality leads, right? Because you have people who are just like, oh, I'll take a quiz. I'm not even that interested and I don't want your thing. So you're going to have some, like of those 10,000 people I would say maybe half are going to be viable, but it's still, I got them all for free. If I am going to pay to run ads, I'd rather run ads to a quiz. Because either way, if you run ads to anything, you're going to have people who just want a freebie. 
So the return on investment in terms of what they're paying me and then what that's able to generate is so varying and it's such a long game, just like anything in business. But I can tell you the open rates with email are higher. Their click-through rate is higher. So their ability to find more engaged subscribers, even though you're going to have those that are just like looky lures wanting to take it, that same girl and a couple others have been like, I think that one had an 80% open rate with her emails. And mine are usually 50 or higher when I use the quizzes because they're like, oh, I actually want to read this first email. And if you get people to read the first one, they're more likely to open the next one and the next one. So giving them even more value and saying your complete quiz results are in your email or go check it for this. It's got such a really heavy starting point for people's businesses I don't actually have a lot of clients where I've tracked the ROI to know in terms of sales, but I have had some clients who, like one in particular is a health coach. She takes her quiz with her when she's on podcast because it's such a fun way for the people easily to just go take the quiz and get on her list. And it's been much more powerful for her to get people right into her funnel compared to other things that she was doing. Because, you know, webinar leads are expensive. So at least to have that point in front of it and then lead into maybe the more high-touch opportunities to convert people into customers. So that was kind of like an all-over-the-place answer, but it's not actually something that I've tracked heavily with my clients. They're just so excited. A lot of them come to me because they're like, I want to be different. I want to be unique. I want something that nobody else is doing. I don't see anyone doing this in my field. I actually haven't done any cold outreach with that offer because people discover it. I'm, there's not very many people doing what I do, which is cool. And so when they go on Instagram and search quiz, my bio is probably going to come up and they will hire me right away because they know they want something different. They know they want something unique and they really want to collect that data or they just really want their business to stand out from all the other people who are doing the same thing. That's the benefit to them mostly is give me the data. I want to know where they're at. I want to know how I can serve them. How long does it take to set up? How long does it last? It's good for a month and then it kind of dies out or you just keep evolving it, you shift it? You could evolve it and shift it. And I think that just depends on your business as a whole, like how often you're going to change your offers. Once you have one, I mean, you can easily add more, but I would stick to the same one for a while and it will only really fatigue as your offer fatigues. So if you're done with that, if you're not selling that anymore, but even if your offer changes a little bit, so maybe you were offering coaching, but now you have a course, you can make some tiny tweaks and that quiz will still work just fine. Basically, they last a while. (laughs) They can last as long as you want them to last. It's not something that has to be changed or updated very much. So it's essentially how much are you getting your leads for? And if it's organic, that can be free, be more time consuming. Or if you're doing a paid ad, let's say you spend $350 to get someone on your website and then you get 100 people on your website and then a small percentage of that buy your product. And if that product is higher than what you spend on Facebook, then you have an insane funnel that you put a dollar in, you get $2 out, and then you can just run that as long as it will go. And then if things start to fatigue, you can kind of change that quiz up, maybe try a different one or try a different product. That's really incredible. Or even just change the creative on your ads. I mean, I've seen people use the same quiz for years because if your brand stays the same, like the only reason I would even see the need, and I'm ridiculous and I create quizzes for every idea that I have with every single product that I've ever sold. But if you're somebody who's a little bit more disciplined and you stick to the same thing, like for you guys, for example, you're going to be doing Millionaire University for the next 10 years. If you have a quiz that helps people and gives clarity, the only reason I would see the need to change that is maybe just for fun. Maybe because you feel like, okay, we've had thousands of people take this. Let's introduce something. Or maybe even let's introduce something that's a little bit further down the line. Now our students, our audience has progressed. So let's help them get even more clarity. Let's now figure out a new way that we can dive in and ask questions that are not maybe as general when we were figuring out who our audience was. 
let's figure out a little bit more detailed analysis and to help us make sure that we're providing the right content, the right value. The quiz itself really only needs to change as soon as your business is ready to evolve. But you can change so many things on the front end, your content. Like I said, Pinterest is something, it's not like Instagram or TikTok where you're only as good as your last video and you have like maybe a day or two. You're talking like months or years. There's pins that I still, from like eight years ago, still have so many clicks and traffic coming to my website because once it's basically told Pinterest, this is a really good thing and people search that, then yours is always going to pop up. So if you take the time to make a lot of content driving traffic to that quiz, you could literally just have something kind of sitting there, not needing a whole lot of attention, especially if you're having it go to a passive product, it can live for years and generate income for you. What's amazing about these quizzes too, you're getting information for yourself. So I'm thinking about the evolution for you. For me, when we started flipping houses, we loved working with a client who was already making six figures and we knew we could get them from six figures to seven figures. And that was kind of like our bread and butter spot. That was our favorite. Mm -hmm. And so it's cool with these quizzes is you can kind of evolve as your client evolves and your demographic evolves and your avatar evolves. You can take these quizzes and get a bunch of information that almost helps you find your niche within your niche Mm -hmm. and then also get them what they want. And it kind of sets up this relationship of, hey, we're friends. I've got something for you. You got something for me. We're helping each other out, not bugging each other. Just, you know, jamming things down your throat. So I love that. So let's pop over just for a minute. You're homeschooling three kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always like amazing because I'm homeschooling my kids right now, but it's like an online homeschool. I'm the helper, but I'm not necessarily yeah. fully in charge of their education. And, and at the beginning of this interview, you talked about this bubble that you kind of had to pull yourself out of. For any women out there who are going, I want to do something like this full time, or maybe I want to do this on the side just to bring in some extra cash flow for my family. Let's say someone's going, you know, I'm pretty busy with my kids, but I would love an extra couple hundred dollars or 500, a thousand, or, or, you know, maybe some of the biggest numbers. For you in that transition, what are some of the tips that you have for pulling yourself out of a bubble and saying, yeah, you can spend some time doing this. It doesn't have to be all consuming, but it really can give you some freedom. What are some of your tips on that? I will say something that everybody needs to know, whatever it is that you're starting, that I think is so easy to lose sight of or not grasp. And I'll tie this into a comparison with even parenting is everything really is a season. And I think we have this tendency as we start and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. This is so challenging. This takes forever, right? Like the first time you make a TikTok video, the first time you create a Canva post, it takes forever. And your mind tells you, this isn't going to work. I don't have time to do this. I can't spend two hours making a 15 second video. That's not sustainable. But you know, momentum happens and you become more skilled at that. And it starts to become kind of an unconscious habit and this ability and skill. And so something that we need to remember is you do have to put in more effort with your thoughts and your learning and just the time it requires to get it started. But if you can do that, and if you can do that patiently and be realistic, that compounds in such a huge way. When I first learned how to do quizzes, it would take me forever to do one. But then the more and more I did, it became such a process that I could do it really quickly. And now I use tools like ChatGPT to help me do it even faster because then I'm not having to use all of my mental energy, but I know the system of how it works. And the thing I tie that into with raising kids is I remember being out to dinner. Maybe you were there. I don't know. It was when I lived in California. I was in the thick of it with three kids under five. And somebody said something about them going to school. And I was like, oh, Oh my gosh, because I haven't always homeschooled. I was like, they're not always going to be home. Ironic, right? Now they are always home. <laughs> I forgot that they were going to grow up. I know that sounds so bizarre, but I think you just get into the rut of this is life and it's always going to be this way. And I compare that to business because it's not always going to be that hard. 
it gets easier and it gets better and it gets more and more relaxed as you put in the time, those initial weeks, months, years even, to gain the skill set, then that's where you give yourself the freedom to be able to completely make it a side hustle. I think you can't approach a side hustle thinking it's always going to be completely on the side because then you're going to frustrate yourself and you feel like, I'm the only one who can't seem to figure this out. It does have to consume a lot of your thoughts for a little while. You have to be willing to be uncomfortable for a good period of time. But if you're willing to make it through that, and it changes depending on the thing you're going to do. I think one of the greatest disservices we have right now with the internet and with marketing and, and all these people talking about ways to make money is they do make it sound simple. It is simple. It's not easy. It's a lot of grit, a lot of determination, a lot of showing up when you're frustrated and you're like, this is not in my wheelhouse. I don't know what I'm doing. You need to understand that you're not weird. You're not dumb. You're not the only one who can't figure it out. If it takes you longer, you will figure it out. If you keep showing up, if you keep pushing through in those moments when your brain just wants to shut down and you let yourself figure it out, you're just building this whole bank of resources, of skills that are going to continue to build upon themselves. I couldn't have told you eight years ago that when I started selling stuff on Amazon or I started doing makeup or whatever, that I would be doing this now using those skills. And I think you asked this earlier, I can do this in a matter of hours. I now have a business model that functions to where I can sell programs, teaching people how to do their own quizzes, or I can do a VIP day where somebody comes on and in a matter of like four or five hours, we have their entire quiz built out and everything's finished and it's ready to go. So I can make a few thousand or more dollars in a matter of hours because I took the time to gain the skill and now I work that into like my life. It's much easier for me to do one quiz a month than to go have a job at Target, working 30 hours a week, 20 hours a week. I don't know if that answered your question, but those are just some of my thoughts. When people are out there looking for ways, just understand it's not going to be overnight, but eventually you get to a point where it can be really, really sustainable because you've gotten through the hurdle of the initial learning. I love that. And I totally agree. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Business is not linear, it's exponential. It's tricky because we did grow up with a very linear expectation of kindergarten, first grade, second grade, college, job. Let's say I'm at my job and I can't figure something out and it's just not working. It's like, well, I'm getting paid for an hour. But when you start your own business, you'll spend hours doing something and get stuck on some electronic annoying thing that's not working on some software program. And you're just like, no one's paying me right now. My kids are over here and you're feeling guilty about that. And your house is a mess and you're going, what a waste of time. And it's such a game. It is challenging, but it is simple. Like you say, like once you figure it out, you kind of look back and go, oh, duh, it's not that hard. <laughs> the moment when you're working hard and you're not getting paid or result, it's kind of mind boggling. It like is. You'll just start going, God, online stuff is the worst. Those Instagrammers, I hate them. And or maybe I'm just an idiot. Like your brain will go all over the place. Oh yeah. And either you're broken, the internet's broken, the customers are broken, like everybody's broken. Like you said, you have these assets, these skill sets, this knowledge, this wisdom, and also the eyes to look at it and go, I know how this works. It takes time to build something, it takes time to get some momentum. But once you do, you can make thousands of dollars because you have the skill set, you have customers and, and engagement. And then you have the ability to, in a month, make more than you were making in Target. And I'm like, it's so true. I love that. There's so many gold nuggets, so many things that you shared with us. And I really appreciate just who you are as a person and your passion for entrepreneurship. I'm so thankful for you guys opening up that world to me and just being a part of my story. I think one of the best tips that Justin has, and I tell people this all the time, there's a million ways to make a million dollars. If you try to do them all, you won't make any money. I have put that to the challenge and I have tried multiple ways and... (laughs) Now I understand what my skills are and it's only because I dabbled and I tested and I tried and it's just enjoy the journey. 
don't be in a hurry to be successful because you're going to look back and know that it was all the learning and growing that was actually the fun part. I just love what you guys are doing and helping people to accomplish. And everybody else who listens, just know I'm right there with you. I've been doing this eight years and I'm still learning a ton from Justin and Tara. Just keep going. It's so worth the effort. It does pay off. And for everybody listening today, can they go to find out more information about you? You talked about a quiz that they could take a look at. So you guys can take that quiz. It's actually at quizfunnelquiz.com. You can also find me. All my social media handles are just under my name, Kirsten Tyrell. It's spelled weird. It's T-Y-R-R-E-L. Social media, Kirsten Tyrell. We can chat all things motherhood, entrepreneurship, interactive marketing. It's all fun. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. Well, you're amazing. Thank you again. And thanks for all of you who joined us today. I hope this interview with Kirsten was super helpful for you. I know I took away a lot of gold nuggets and I can't wait to implement one of these quizzes into our website. I mean, talk about increasing engagement and getting more leads and taking better care of your customers. I know I'm interested. Now, if you were driving in your car, you're working out at the gym and you weren't able to take some good notes, don't worry. Just go to millionaireuniversity.com slash blog. We have 16 different tips for creating killer marketing quizzes. And we also shared some of the software and different things that we recommend recommend for getting these quizzes going in your business so you can start getting more and higher quality leads today. So cool. And stay tuned for next week where Justin talks to his partner, Trey Richards, and our software company about how you can create your own software company as well. We'll see you next time. Hey, Eric Fisher here, and if you love the conversations and lessons happening on this show, and you've heard my voice before, you'll love my show, Beyond the To-Do List. It's a podcast about productivity and getting things done in all the areas where we wear multiple hats and roles, but also about the true meaning of productivity, living a more meaningful life. Look, you've got a never-ending to-do list, but add this podcast to your to-do list and it will help you tackle the rest. Go right now wherever you're listening to this and search Beyond the To-Do List and hit follow or subscribe. Start listening and get that boost for your productivity that you've been needing. Again, that's Beyond the To-Do List. Search in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast.